question is, how long do we let that run, right? That music's too good. It's, it's honestly like good. I'm vibing on it. Like I, I'm gonna come in, I come in like refreshed off that, yeah. you know? It's hot let him, fire. Let him vibe. Uh, okay, so now, you know what, that just, that just introduced the very first episode of another fantasy football show presented by Sports Injury Central. The gang's all here. This is it. You're listening to it. I'm Justin Rob Doyle here with Taylor Bicht and Jacob Cisneros. We're all a part of Sports Injury Central, and we're here just to hang out, and we're, and we're talking fantasy football today. And, uh, and amongst us, we do have an expert, uh, but we'll get to that a little bit later. But right now, let's get to Jacob. Uh, break down what Sports Injury Central does and how that actually affects fantasy football and, and even sports betting as a whole. Yeah, that's a lot to digest. Um, so I'm Jacob. I'm the director of content, uh, running everything on the website, getting all your uh, six scores up there. We actually just put up a fantasy toolkit. So that's something where uh, it's a space we're breaking into. I mean, Pro Football Doc has been doing it on the Twitter side. Everyone knows him. They've seen the the video diagnoses of ankle injuries, knee injuries, all that stuff. So basically, we're trying to make it more digestible. People, a six score is a basically score on the player's health um, for season long. It's a pro- how we think they're going to do based on the projections, not how we think we're going to do. We give the doctors the info. They spit it back to us with a score ranging from zero to 100. 80 is about 80% of their usual production. 70 is about 70% of the usual production. We'll talk about Michael Thomas. Uh, he's a hotly debated topic. He's at 59. So we think right. that the doctors aren't confident about the angle injury linking, lingering over multiple seasons. It's the left ankle. He doesn't look good cutting right. We'll leave that that big analysis to the doctors, but that's just a little taste of what we got on the website. And what yeah, we that's a very that's a, that's probably the shortest sentence I've ever heard to describe this. <laughs> and <laughs> it I think, is. I think what you really could do is just say the word algorithm. Right? Yeah, and formula really something. Yeah, an and that's algorithm. what I help with, right? I'm Taylor. I help with yeah. all the numbers, formulas, everything, making sure your bets, fantasy numbers are all correct. So that's what we do here. Right. Okay, that's awesome. That was yes, very short. That was shorter, team. right? That was a little better. No, that was good. Yeah, you're, you're, you're a quick hitter. Yeah. yeah, you're right. You're in and out. This is uh, So we have a team of profe- like former professional team doctors, right? So they've seen it. They've seen, the, they've seen it firsthand. I don't even like saying former sometimes, right? Because like, they're still doing stuff now, some of them, right? So. Yeah, some of them are still in there. Yeah, yes, so. you're right. You're right. But we have experts. They know what they're talking about. They've been in the business. And that, that's we're going to be utilizing that information and apply it to fantasy football, fantasy sports uh, as a whole. And I think that's going to be what, what makes us a little bit different. Obviously, deep down, we're all just fantasy enthusiasts, right? Us three, we love fantasy Enthusiast, football. Enthusiasts, nerds, fantasy whatever, whatever you want to call it. Yep. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Degenerates, even. That's a better one. I love uh, that one, too. I don't know. More that, accurate. That, yeah, helps, my, my, that helps me with my betting, yeah. That, that encompasses yeah, that. Yeah, sure. no, yeah, listen. You're definitely the guy that's that's in, in a, I think, just about everything. The weirdest kind of leagues uh, I, I've ever heard of in my entire Filipino life. Filipino basketball, you know, Australia, League 2. Australian yep. hockey, yep. Where, where ice doesn't exist, but they play hockey, apparently, so... Whatever yeah, you can bet on, trying, right? Man. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So, no, that's good. So we, we definitely have a different group of people here, and we're excited that uh, that we're allowed to jump in and talk about fantasy sports because fantasy football specifically, uh, I mean, I've been doing it, for, it feels like half my life at this point, right? I mean, we've all, I think, been kind of involved in fantasy sports. Do you remember so your first draft pick, Justin? And you, Jacob, too. <laughs> oh, my God. And you know what? I do. I do. I think it was... I think it was Aaron Rodgers, right? In a, in a oh, one QB league, right? Yeah. My first time You're young. ever. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, no. It was like I don't know if it was like oh seven, oh eight. Like it was. Yeah. yeah. I, no, you're deep in there. It was. I think I'm. I'm a Packers fan, right? So I'll just say it out, outright. You, you it went, was my no, first fantasy sure. football league, and then and the first thing I said is like, I'm getting my guy, right? That's everybody, right? Everybody's first time. They're like, I want my team. I want my guy. I wanted Aaron Rodgers. You're rooting for your player. Honestly, it's new. Yeah. 
Um, right. But it was a one QB league, and I got absolutely waxed. Right, I didn't even, I didn't even stand a chance. <laughs> I don't want to like say I created the stack, but I remember when I my first one, I got Dante Culpepper first. I was on the end part of the draft, oh, and I remember oh. I got Randy Moss second pick, and I, I was like, oh, I was oh, so excited about that. And I was the same thing as you. I loved Randy Moss, so I was like, oh, I need to root for him, right? But I, I didn't realize that now. Then I was stacking players, which is pretty cool. But ten years old, eleven years old, right. I was just trying to watch him. So. I don't remember yeah. my Jacob, first do you, do draft you pick. Remember? I don't remember my first draft pick. I remember okay. who carried me to my first camp championship though, and that was Todd Gurley. There you go. The man. Todd He's so Gurley. young. He's so right. young. He's so young. You're so young. Not Gurley. So. You. Gurley. <laughs> <Girly, laughs> I, I don't talk about the early years because I didn't have any success. So like I have, I have Garrison yeah. Hurst in my like in my like you know picks. Uh, I got history. That's kind. Of, that's I got <laughs> burned so bad. I got burned so bad off of that Aaron Rodgers pick that I think I've only had him on one other team the rest of my fantasy leagues. Well, there, there's some players I feel like you just avoid because, like, I don't know, I have some weird bias and stuff. Like, I was telling Jacob, I got Tom Brady for the first time in 20 years. I've never had Tom Brady, and he's 45 years old, first time fantasy I had. Right, and you'll have another 10 years to get him on your team again. Yep, exactly. I have lots of time. <laughs> He'll be around. All right, so for the first episode uh, of another fantasy football show, we thought we'd just go right at it. Yesterday, well, we're recording this, uh, but yesterday we did it. It was on Tuesday, August the 2nd. We have to date it because we did our first mock draft of the season for us. I mean, at least for me specifically, that was genuinely the first time I've done a mock draft uh, headed into this season. Hady I know plays Taylor's shaking his head yeah, right Hady now. Yeah, plays that card. Puts it right Taylor's, up front. Right. Taylor's shaking his head, right? <laughs> He's like, He's hedging. He's hedging. He's no, hedging. no, it really was. I mean, I. I just haven't got into it. It usually like clicks for me. Like once I start doing it, the floodgates open, and now I'm like locked in. Because you're a nerd, um, you're very data driven. Was... I feel like you 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 know how to research. I feel like some people they're like they go in, they're like, all right, I I really like the Cowboys, Packers, and this team this year, so I'm gonna take all the players from those three teams. Like you, you're just right. you're gonna research. You're gonna look yeah. at you're gonna look at like oh, what's a top ten of this position? And I feel like you'll figure it out. You know what I mean, right? It's got to, it, it definitely like it is like I have to once I once I break in like once we've did this now I'm like I'm locked in and I right. and I I lose track of everything my family like they they lose me bro I'm gone. <laughs> well, it's football so, season, so what else yep. are you gonna do? Exactly, it's football season, right? Like, what's a family, right? No, yeah. uh, I don't know. That actually sounds pretty cold. I actually that was cold. I, yeah, I got a little chilly in here, didn't it? <laughs> Just so we're all clear, I do actually love my family. Well, uh, all right, Just so it was our first anyways, football. Draft. He needs like a, yeah, graphic, anyways, a graphic here, like posted. Hey, I do love my family, like a disclaimer. Love my family. Uh, love you, mom. Yeah. Uh, okay, so we did a 12-team mock draft, single QB, no super flex. I know that hurt you, Taylor, right? It did. Yeah. It. Yeah. We we might have to do that next because I know you um, specifically. I know I, I've brought in Jacob rather than uh, the super flex because even him, he was one QB. But yeah, you're next, I think, on that. But I think all my super flex leagues are, have always been dynasty, right? And but yeah, we're doing yeah. a redraft here, so I don't know. How, I don't know how many redraft super flex I've been in, but I mean, it, it'd still be fun. I do like I do like the super flex, but for sure for our first mock draft we wanted to keep it simple uh one qb two running backs three wide receivers two tight ends and two flex and it's half point ppr just right one so tight we, end, we right? had a debate on that what's that Wait, one tight end two flexes just to clarify one tight end two flexes yeah. yes and it's a 12 team 12 team mock draft right so we each had a slot um so three of us will have teams we'll be talking about um but yeah, we we talked about it before. We did half point PPR. I, I always felt personally, I've always done half point PPR because I felt like that was the perfect balance, right? To me, no PPR is sad, right? It just it just feels gross. Well, PPR, and, you got to know so many other people, right? Yeah, right. And there are instances with full point, like one full one point PPR, where like this the rankings completely change, right? You're right. you're valuing players you wouldn't value at all 
if it was the other like way the around. Like the Kareem so Hunts, I, those players that have specifically have a 1B role on teams, specifically pass catching. He does run, obviously, a lot and very well, too. But that's, right. a, that's a player that might, yeah, not have PPRs. You're going to run out of running backs if you go no point PPR. If you just standard, you're just going to have running backs that you're just hoping. Well, you rely on touchdown. TDs. Yeah. Exactly. It's TD dependent and yardage. In the end zone? Yeah. They have to yeah. be efficient, yeah. too. They have to have 100 yeah. yard in like one touchdown games to be if you don't catch the ball. That, 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 you know, so that's you said, like, that what, changes two things. running backs? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, there's not a lot of those out there. Those aren't just growing on trees. The Derrick Henry's so like, are, again, yeah, Jordan Howard. Far. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's Jordan Howard. Jeez. Jordan uh, Howard. Half-point PPRs, uh, I feel like, is, is the smoothing uh, that, across the board that I think makes everything work. So sure. what happened here? Uh, Jacob had pick number three. Taylor fell into pick number five, and I fell all the way back at pick number 10 a desolate wasteland. sound confident in that um, you had pick number 10 i was <laughs> i did have pick it. number 10 but let's be <laughs> honest though it was gross i didn't feel good about it all right i'm not happy i mean I, my i guess my consensus coming out of this and i probably should save this for the end but don't be at 10 uh it felt weird if you can control it which <laughs> yeah. normally you yes. can't <laughs> don't choose 10 <laughs> trade out of 10 if that's at trade all out of 10 true there's a lot of trading <laughs> going on sleeper does they love the trade so for sure so we we went full, like it's a full sixteen round draft. We're obviously not going to run down every round, uh, every uh, every pick that we made. However, we will get we'll just to just show you how we started. Let's run down the first three picks that we each went through. Um, like I said, Jacob, you were at number three, so you'll lead us off. Taylor, you were at five. I was at ten, and we'll just go over our first three picks and kind of what we were thinking as far as building a team off of what we made. Yeah, so I went two running backs and a wide receiver. That's that's. Pretty much a standard strategy. Everyone wants to have those skill positions filled. Um, so I went Derrick Henry with number three. He's a clear number three in my mind. Um, uh, found the Saquon Barkley on the way around and then uh, on the turn got Debo Samuel. So pretty excited about those top three. I mean, Debo Samuel, you could say, is a running back as well. So might have had three running backs. Um, yeah, from the I had five, right? Yeah, from the five, I had yeah, Dalvin yeah, Cook. Five. Also went two running backs as well. On the, on the turn, I got Aaron Jones. Um, both, I love both of them. They're going to be both uh, the premier points of their offense, I believe. And then I rounded out with one of the, I think, the second best uh, fantasy quarterbacks this year in Justin Herbert. That's fair. That's fair. I uh, From the 10 spot, I wound up, uh, I went with old Joe Mix, Joey Mixon, uh, round one. I came back. I felt I felt obligated to pick a wide receiver at this point because I didn't I didn't really love the running backs there and I just felt like if I didn't pick one there it was going to fall off so I went I went with CD Lamb CD Lamb was the best available for me at that spot um, and then I came back uh, round three with David Montgomery so I did I did the same thing as you Jacob uh, I went two two running backs one wide receiver just albeit in a different order um, so that's that's how the first three rounds fell. Um, here's what we did. We kind of went, Jacob kind of gave us some homework uh, after we did the draft and was, we wanted to run down what, what our favorite picks. Some I did my homework in class. Did, <laughs> if we got, yes, you did. Yeah, like you yeah, I, I seen it fashion. live in person. So yeah, yeah, come on. Yeah. He showed up to the, to the recording today and was, he was doing his homework as if yeah. we were going to check it right, right away. So yes, of course you're ready to go. I think we're Man, all that's good, the right? whole point. Exactly. You got to turn that in at the end of class too. Yeah. So, so had enough time. <laughs> You got to turn it in right now, actually. This is it. Yeah, uh, yeah, all right, yeah. so I'll I'll start it because I was the last pick. You guys, it's only fair that I get to go first here, right? I mean, okay. 
Is that you guys cool with that? No, you, no, you feel no slighted objection. clearly. No, so, he, yeah, he, go he ahead. has a I tone. He, he doesn't realize that he changes tones when he talks. So I know when he's mad, upset, happy, sad. We <laughs> yeah. we see the range of it's, emotions. It's subtle. Here. You guys will learn it too. Yeah, don't worry. It's so good. It's my secret. I'm. I got a scouting report on uh, you already. Okay. Yeah. Don't worry. That's it. Go ahead, Stop Dustin. trying to figure me out. Stop trying to figure me out, man. <laughs> so uh, figured. All right. So with our favorite pick, we're all going to run down what our favorite pick from our team was, right? So we went through an entire 16 round draft. We want to know who who we felt the best that we could grab at a certain point. Maybe we got a good value. Uh, and I'll start it off. I, I, It's not going to be any of my first three picks, right? Because I just, and, and it's actually, it probably shouldn't. I'm saying yeah. it's, yeah. probably shouldn't. I'll, what does that mean? What does that I don't mean? know. Is that a like, backhanded? Uh, uh, I'm just saying okay. like, no. those are easy picks. No, so like, I feel like a little judgment. Better. I don't know. Right. No, no, that's fair. All right, no, so it actually was my fourth pick. I, I actually feel really good about getting Darren Waller. <laughs> he went right? right after. You're funny. Go I went on, right after. On. Listen yeah. to me, I'm not going to pick one of my early picks, so For I'll sure. pick the earliest one that's not considered early. Uh, fourth. Uh, no, mm-hmm. Darren Waller. I picked up Darren Waller, tight end. I usually don't when I'm drafting. I, I, I usually wait tight end. I usually wait quarterback, right? I'm usually one of the last ones to pick it. However, at this point, I didn't really like what else was available uh, at that point. Like after after I picked Waller in the fourth round, um, Antonio Gibson went, Michael Pittman, Cam Akers. Like I, those are to me, those are pretty iffy. I don't know how I feel about those ones particularly. Probably a teardrop um, for you, to be honest. Yeah. Right, right. Because Kittle just went right before, and I, I right. was honestly considering Kittle in the third, but it's just I, I feel actually better now that this the way it fell. I feel better getting Waller than I do getting Kittle at this point. I'm actually happy it turned out that way because to me, Kittle can be so good. But with with Trey Lance now coming in at quarterback, I don't know how that's going to work. And and Kittle hasn't exactly been the healthiest. And then I guess I could say the same thing about Waller too. He kind of had some 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 missed games last season too. But I feel a little bit better about Waller injury, now knowing yeah. that 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 Adams isn't there or is there now to take a lot of the pressure off because he was kind of the focal point. Sure. That, that's an interesting point. I mean, is, we're we're talking about six scores. We're drafting through an injury lens. If you want to go purely off who we think is healthier right now, it's Kittle. Kittle has a six score of ninety four. Darren Waller eighty four. We're a little. I mean, Darren Waller kind of had that unknown knee injury. Kittle. I don't. I mean, calf stuff lingers definitely. That kind of sideline his year, but we think he's behind that. He's beyond that. So. Uh, Trey Lance is definitely right. a big question. I, I agree with that, but I actually I, like Lance for that because I don't. I know Lance can throw a deep ball, like he's decent at it. But I mean, he's gonna need a safety blanket. He's his first year fully playing, so I mean, I, if I'm him, I would rely on Kittle. Like, why wouldn't you? I, I don't think rookies know the safety blanket right away. You better that's find the thing. It. That's the biggest mystery. That's, yeah. that's what's, no, you're right. That's what's scaring yeah. me. Yeah, but uh, that was. I mean, I feel good about that. I feel like I feel really good about getting Waller in the fourth round. I don't know about you guys, but um, Taylor, what about you, man? Well, I like that you picked a Raider. You know me; I'm a Raider fan, so yeah, I'm, I'm excited about that already. But um, no, I think that I think that's good. Um, for mine, I'm gonna actually gonna go to nine because I thought we were going a little deeper here. I apologize, but uh, my <laughs> favorite pick is. <laughs> I'm sorry, I was just slated Justin. If anyone didn't figure it out, <laughs> um, this is uh, Kadarius Tony for me at nine five. Um, I did pick a lot of uh, wide receivers. He was the end of my uh, six straight wide receivers from four to nine, um, but he's arguably my favorite one. I think I'm not really uh, too confident in Galladay. Um, Sterling Shepard, I know Jacob can pull his uh, six score yep. very low as well uh, with the coming off the Achilles. I think it's 69 to 70 around that range. 71, um, yep. yep. He's, yeah, he's, he's going to probably be ready, but I'm not expecting a good season from him. Definitely not to start the year. And then it's Tony. And I think he has the ability to get so much um, opportunities. He could be a one producing-wise. So in that offense, too, I really like Brian DeBowl there. I think Jones could take a step. Barkley is going to take a step too. That whole offense might look good. So, 
I'm, I'm very excited about getting Tony up to nine five. I think that's a good good explanation of just how how the process works. I mean, we're, we're not saying if a player has a low six score, Kyrie's Tony has a seventy four because he had one of everything last year. I mean, he had the ankle, shoulder, like just a bunch of stuff. So he has a seventy four. Yeah, yeah. So we we think Doc's uh, the doctor's analysis is he's probably about seventy five of his usual production, but in the ninth round, that's that's good value. I mean, he you just said he could be the clear one on that team with Danny Jones. I, they they have a chemistry clearly. We showed they showed it last year. So it's it's just injuries factor into your decision making and the seventy four might even made him drop lower than I mean, he would be a sixth sixth, seventh rounder, right? If he didn't have those injury issues last year. And he's a second year player. So yeah. like the injury history, it's definitely big because he like you said, he had six to seven different things last yeah. year. That's usually you get two to three. So that's why he's so low. But I mean, um he has the potential to be the number one and he like I said, he's a second year, so he's young. So like I don't think the injury history is too deep into his like that's gonna affect him, but there is a little bit of a question, but I think, like you said, at the nine-five, that's enough to maybe get a number one receiver and I mean, improve offense. I, I mean, I think that's exciting. And week to week, those numbers change too. So week one, he's a seventy-four. By week five, he could be in the nineties. I right. mean, if we see good production out of him, he looks healthy on the field, and he doesn't have any of those nagging injuries, then then that's not no longer a concern, really. For sure. All right, uh, Jacob, what about you? you? Your yeah. favorite pick of the draft? Yeah. Let's see. I'm gonna go Joey Burrow. In round five, I think it, Lamar Jackson went right before. I, I chose Burrow over Hertz, over Kyler Murray. The appendectomy we we detailed on the website. We don't think it's a concern. It's a two week deal. He's back. He didn't he had, didn't have training camp last year either, and we saw what he did. He's that offense is incredible. He they improve, improved the line, so I don't think there's anything stopping him. Oh yeah, second that's year fair. off the ACL, which second is already that's already crazy that he had he, such a good year took, off the first year off the ACL, right? Um, he, he did have fifty one sacks yeah. last yeah. year, and yeah. he still produced those numbers. So he's, <laughs> I'm betting that he's not going to get sacked fifty times this year, basically. Well, they did. They picked he's up Al, Alex Kappa from Tampa too, Bay. Right? They got a uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. They got a Lyle Collins from the Cowboys. They put both two of their biggest free agent acquisitions were the solidified offensive line. So that's yeah, that's good. Nice. Okay, so so now let's move on to the picks that we maybe regretted, right? We're looking at our team and we're saying, like, did I really need to do that? Maybe that wasn't something I needed to do at that point. And, and mine's right. actually a little bit later. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a stab at his name, but I'm gonna take I'm gonna go with Albert Aquabunum. Aquabunum. I, I, I don't know how Alberto. I want to say yes. I want to yeah. say I want to say you nailed we'll it. Get, so yeah. you got yeah. it. I don't want to say you nailed it, but you might have got it. Uh, I wound up picking him in <laughs> That's round. That's why he's known as Alberto. Of course, my first two picks, not my first things I'm talking about here are both tight ends, right? But it's a one tight end right. league, so the, the backup tight end probably is is not really going to be a make or break for my team anyway. But I probably could have waited. Like there's flex spots, in, right? You can put them in right, the flex. You can so, put them in yeah. the flex as well. I, I, right. I was so high on him, especially obviously months back, whenever the Fant trade happened, I, and then obviously Russell Wilson showed up. I was all in, right? I'm not Alberto, and now we're hearing things out of camp that like he's splitting first team reps with the rookie. Now yeah, I'm with like, the rookie, yeah, Greg Dulwich <laughs> from UCLA. I wouldn't take any stock of that 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 um, Greg was a, he's a good receiving tight end in college, but he barely beat out the tight ends on his own team. So I it, the only thing that's scaring is they did use third round draft capital to get him when they already yeah. had Alberto and they traded Fant. So that is definitely like, oh, what's going on? But I don't see any issue. I don't, I don't see Dulwich taking that much away. They they literally got rid of Fant before they drafted Dulwich, they know what they have there. They Alberto is a, that's a good pick, I believe. Yeah. Russell Wilson's okay, scrambling yeah, around. No, he's gonna get that tight end. He's gonna target him. So Alberto yeah. would be the safe bet in that offense. I to do me. like like I'm saying I don't want to say I don't like Alberto. I do like him, but I just feel like I could have probably picked a couple players a little you know what I mean? There I could have got another like 
running back or another wide receiver, take a flyer on them. And then later in the rounds, I could have got like a Robert Tanyan or, or Noah Fant and just felt if it, if it worked out, it worked out. But either way, I'm starting Waller all season long anyway. So you know what I mean? Like I didn't need a high upside backup that early. So I felt right. like that was probably the I mean, Well, sense. I mean, he could be the third pass catcher on that offense. We're not high on KJ Hamler. The, the Tim Patrick just Tim um, Patrick this season. Just, just nope. towards yeah. ACL. So, I mean, KJ Hamler coming off an ACL, but he also had a hip procedure. We're not high on him. We've run that by the doctors. And they, I mean, knee and a hip, that's too, he doesn't have a good leg to stand on, right? So he has the lowest six score this year, correct? 23, I believe, yeah. is his six score as a wide receiver. So, I mean, just use caution. Albert O, it could be a sleeper. That's why. Targets opened up. Targets as of opened up. So, yeah. yeah. All right, Taylor. What about um, your biggest regret? Yeah, my biggest regret. I guess. Um, I guess I didn't let the quarterbacks fall. I mean, I let. I took Herbert. I like Herbert. I already was cited. He's. I think he's going to be top three, second quarterback. I think in fantasy, but I maybe should have waited. Um, I think I saw Josh Allen, the this mysterious Team Eleven pick. So um, I don't know. I just. I'm excited. I'm, I'm happy with it, but I'm looking around the draft board and I'm thinking I maybe could have got a couple other players instead, but. Um, not a not a crazy regret, I guess, because I'm like I'm biased as my own team, right? No, he's but, uh, still like a really good quarterback, right? Yeah, like, I mean, he's, he's, really he's my third wrong. pick. Yeah. It's just a draft capital thing for me. Like I maybe wasted a little bit too much because I'm like you. I usually take him later. Like Derek Carr is going to be great this year, and you you are you were actually out of all twelve teams, you were the you were the one that uh, took quarterback last. I'm looking at it now. Your first, your yeah, starting people, quarterback. Okay, some of the so. yeah, some of the uh, some of, we were getting backup picks, right? Thirteen quarterbacks mm-hmm. went before I picked one. I was like, what is going For on? For sure, this is yeah. crazy. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing with the bots, right? They don't actually have right. strategies, so that's fine. But I mean, yeah, like looking at the board, I think I should have read and maybe took a different position first. But yeah, there's no, there's nothing against Herbert. It's more about the board and maybe wasting a little bit too much of a high pick on a quarterback. For sure. I think what it's about you, does, does Herbert go over Mahomes in pretty much every draft you've been in? He's he's. Hundred percent, the number two. It's not. It's not the hundred percent number two, but I don't think I'm getting any uh, shtick from uh, from taking him over. Yeah, it's um, just either or. Yeah, I mean, it's it's in the same tier. Um, I think Josh Allen's the only one. I think he's he's been the top QB one. I think the last three years. So I mean, he gets better and better every year. So I don't think there's anybody above him. But I think Herbert, Mahomes, Burrow, and Jackson. I could. I, I would even not mind you getting Burrow over Mahomes. To right. be honest, this year. I think Jackson, I think just because I don't know if I like his wide receiver room a lot, so maybe Mahomes over him. But I think like Herbert's pretty high up, I think. And I think Mahomes has dropped a little bit with Tyreek gone. The wide receiver, they're all new wide receiver cores. I think we need to see that live to really see what he can do with that. Right. All right, my biggest regret, Chase Edmonds. I, I'm mm. mad at myself for mm. wading into the Miami waters to f- try to figure out that running back situation. I do want to say Olave just went right before him. That's who I was targeting that round. That's round eight. You just um, had Drake London, too. I just had Drake yeah. London. Yeah. I mean, that's rookie heavy, but I like those two rookies as well as Traylon Burks. He already went. You, you got Burks yes. actually right before that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's so round eight, right? That's, that's round, round eight. Round eight. Ten, and that, that, yeah. that leads into my bigger regret of just waiting way too long on tight ends. I mean, I could have got Goddard there. He's like the last solid tight end in that tier. I mean, Goddard... Dawson Knox, and then it was Fryermuth and Gusecki. So, well, how he did with quarterback, you did with tight end. You were the last team out of the yeah. twelve to pick a tight end. Yeah, so, I ended up yeah. with with uh, Gerald Everett and Robert Tanyan, which Tanyan's a flyer. That that's coming off the ACL. Yeah. yeah, I mean he's dropping so far on draft boards. I think, I mean, I think he's got a sixty-four-six score. He's going to be a second-year dude, second half of the year dude, but there's no other wide receivers in that offense. I mean, Alan Lazard, Christian Watson. Watson's got the knee thing, but I think he's 
he's expected to be fine by week one, right? You're in so, the 15th round. So, I mean, Tanya, yeah. the 15th, I mean, right. this is I think a guy that's... Value a little bit. He's a touchdown dependent, but he does get a lot of touchdowns yeah. with Aaron Rodgers. Like you said, the wide receiver room is not really... There's not an alpha dog there, so that's definitely a second-half pick, but yeah. Uh, All right, Artie, let's move on Artie. to... Yeah, go ahead. All right, he uh, said my next segment, which is the biggest snipe of the draft, and that was... Uh, oh, that was it. That a bot, was a snipe right a there? A bot sniping was, was the Chris Olave, so I'm, you know, I'm, I'm using it as an excuse for my panic Chase Edmonds pick. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's only a bad pick because the computer, you know, the computer did it too. <laughs> yeah, they're so the smart. Because outside you forces, yeah. you know, is out of my control. What's his name? That's Watson? Fair. What is ESPN? It's like Watson, right? Watson. We're, we're going against yeah. Watson right now. <laughs> uh, all right, so my, my biggest snipe, it's it's a pretty straightforward one. I Like you said, I waited on quarterback. I wound up getting Derek Carr in round 10, and I feel like that's traditionally where I start looking at for quarterbacks. Whether like right. I was looking the round before because I was picked 10. I was okay with taking a late nine, right? So at right late nine was when I was looking at quarterbacks. And before my, the two picks before my pick, where I was like, I'm mm. picking one of these two quarterbacks, Aaron Rodgers right goes. <laughs> and then immediately after Trey Lance, right? I was salivating over either of those two. I was like, just give me, give me one Oof. of those two guys. I'm in. I'll take it. Bang, bang. They, and they're both backups. The teams yeah, that, the bots had starters. already had yep. quarterbacks. I don't. I really didn't understand the logic there. I feel like if this was a traditional board where these were actually sentient human beings, I would have got my guy there. But uh, blaming like, machines I happy. for this, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, I, I did it. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, I would have been. I would have been happy with with Trey Lance or Aaron Rodgers right there. But I'm also still happy that I wound up getting Lazard at nine. I'm not mad that I got Lazard. I was just hoping I could take a quarterback and then follow it with Lazard. It was just kind of flip flop. So I wound up okay. with Derek right. Carr in the next round. Which does stack with Waller, which again works out. I'm happy with it, um, but that was that was the snipe that I was. Was like, Carr the only option there? Were you thinking about Cousins or maybe a Justin no, Fields? No, I wasn't. It was Carr. Okay. It was Carr. Okay. Cousins, Fields, uh, Trevor Lawrence, and yeah, those half are little, of Deshaun hmm. Watson. I wasn't gonna go there. I wasn't going there. So yeah, it was always it was always Derek Carr if that was my third choice. Oh. Six is not half of seventeen. By the way, I just want to say from a number standpoint. Well, I'm just we're rounding, we're rounding. Analytics <laughs> director, come on, <laughs> come on. I'm just it's a half of something. All right, factor in the bye week. <laughs> I mean, I do as a, we've all said our teams that we like. So as a Niner fan, I agree with you going Ayuk in the eighth round. He's the second. He's got a chemistry with Trey Lance. They were running on the second team when Ayuk was the the black sheep of the of the team, you know, in the doghouse, whatever with Shane. Right. He came on the second half of the year, so I think there's a lot of chemistry with him and Trey Lance. And I agree right, with you. And that going was part over. of the reason why I was I was so high right there. I was like, let me get Lance. Like I just I had just scooped Ayuk in eight, and I was like, I can come back around if Lance is there because Rogers was there too. I thought for sure one of them would have fell, so I was like, it probably wasn't going to be Lance. Literally, well, the that's the game right with playing chicken, right? You keep playing yeah. chicken, you're eventually going to get burnt, right? Yeah. So. But, yeah. but you, were, I mean, this is you were double hedging with the double stack. I mean, because you knew you were going to go Lazard after the turn. Yeah. So it could yeah. have been Rogers, Lazard, or Trey Lance. I was getting and a Ayuk, stack and those somewhere. are both good stacks. Yeah. yeah. So that wound up working but, out and then, for me. And uh, then you fell into the Waller car stack. So again, not bad. Yeah. Whoopsie. For my snipe, my snipe, it was team four in the seventh round. You, they got, took, you uh, got beef with team four. Team four, dude. I just, <laughs> I mean, they do that to me once. I'm mad. Anytime someone's a team four in the future, I might not like them. So for fair warning, uh, they took Rashad Bateman at seven, four. I think that's very valuable. He's going to be Lamar Jackson's number one guy. Um, I took Traylon Burks after, which I'm totally fine with as well. Um, but I would have just, I would have definitely rather had Bateman there. Uh, so shout right. out to Team Four for taking away something I wanted. 
Um, the Burks is not bad though. He's, he's looked insane in camp. No. And and obviously I know camp, we got to take a look at grain of salt, but I mean, he, he, with this asthma stuff he had before in the, um, overweight, I believe there were some issues with that too. It doesn't look like that's an issue at all right now. Um, he also in that offense too, he could be the alpha there. Robert Woods is going to take a little bit of time to come into the offense. New team injury as well, ACL. So uh, yeah, we got uh, Robert Woods at a seventy-one-six score. Yeah. Um, I think it's also important to remember he's a the main blocking he's wide receiver. A, he's too, the number so. one blocking wide receiver in the league when he was on the on the St. Louis St. Louis excuse me Los Angeles Rams. How old right. am I? Yeah. So yeah, the Rams. So <laughs> that's that's good. that's going to open up Burks because Burke is not a blocker. That is a down downfield threat. I saw him doing a little end around stuff like Debo does. Like he's a big body that can move around all across the field. So right. That's. So I'm, I'm talking a lot of Burks a lot, but, I mean, I did want Bateman there. Yeah, no, I hear you. It is kind of a toss-up. I think I'd rather have Bateman myself, but but I guess, I mean, the, the rolling the dice on Burks, I mean, you can do you could do worse than that. That's You never know what's going to well, happen. Well, yeah, you saw the way I drafted. I had Mike Williams, Marquise Brown, Schuster before. Right. So, I, w- I mean, taking a rolling a dice on a fourth receiver, that could be the number one guy there, I think is fine. That's fair. Uh, all right, so let's go. This is when it's going to get kind of dicey, right? So this is when we have biggest reach, right? And uh, we're this is. I'm not saying we're attacking each other here, but uh, we're going to be looking around well, right? at each so, other's Someone's going to get defensive. That's for sure. We're going to get. I'm a very sensitive di- person. I put that on record right now, so okay. I will definitely. Cool. Yeah. So whatever. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, and then I feel bad now no, because thanks. the only name that I actually wrote down is in a direct attack at you. Okay, it's fine. I thought you said you've already addressed it. You've already addressed it. So this won't be a long segment, but I just felt like the biggest reach, maybe I can say for both of you, is is quarterback. And that's just me. That's just a philosophy standpoint. That's going against your own philosophy. Yeah. Right. Seeing seeing a quarterback taken. I mean, Josh Allen went almost first round. He picked 14 in the second in the second round. He was the second pick in the second round. That's, Which influenced me a little bit, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. So that that does kind of start the clock where you're like, do I want one of these elite quarterbacks? Mm-hmm. And, and I'm I'm not knocking Justin Herbert. He's a great quarterback. I would love to have him. I'm not taking a quarterback in round three in the first three round. I can't do it. It's just I just I wouldn't feel good uh, knowing that there's there's value later. But but again, I'm not knocking you. It's a philo- You could. It's the points you're making up from Herbert to my Derek Carr. That that's. You know, I don't know. We'll have to see how that plays out. I mean, it's- I think that's interesting too because I think just a lot of a lot of people want to have that quarterback that they're excited to cheer for every week. And oh, it's a top five guy. Like I want to say that's the quarterback of my team. But I think I think you're definitely the minority on waiting to round nine or ten. But yeah, that's you're, definitely you're right. Away my you're right that that's not like. <laughs> I gave away but my it could strat. not be a big point drop off. I mean, Carr's got no, the offense. He's got the line. He's got everything. So. No, I totally agree. I think that's what, like, if I'm looking at it right now and I'm looking at Herbert and I'm looking at Carr and there's a seven round difference between the two, like, basically, right? Like, I like both. So that means that's seven rounds that I like two different quarterbacks and I'm fine with both. That means I reached that three. That just may mathematically or scientifically, what do you want to call it, makes sense. Like, we made, I, right. yeah, I'm not, a slight reach. That, that was just where I read. And it wasn't just a specific knock at you, it was just quarterbacks uh, in general. I just feel like it, just seeing quarterbacks go early. And I have given away my strategy for the for the, our actual uh, uh, six score draft that we're going to be participating in here pretty soon. But I just I, I you draft quarterbacks quarterback. late. That's, that's fine. It's not like that's a new it. strategy. I've, I've no, we've no, dealt with not. people like you before. He's people like you, contrarian. Uh, it's, it's just me, <laughs> patent pending. It's the, I'm the only one doing it. So if anybody else for does sure, it, yes. uh, Justin open. Rob Doyle, absolutely. <laughs> After seeing you do your homework in class, Taylor, I think we both have the biggest reach uh, for Justin. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. You can you can hey, you can start off. I can. Yeah. David Montgomery in the third round. Over, okay. over Travis Etienne, over James Conner, over Dobbins, over Akers. 
This is like a Tosh.0 thing for me. You know when he does the jokes yeah. and it's like 10 seconds and he just goes <laughs> off on one particular thing, one particular thing. Just, this is yeah. what needs to happen here, right? Maybe I'm a little like more fiery about it because I've been burned by the Bears so many times. Like, How I have just, you been burned by the Bears specifically? Fields last year. Okay. I also had David Montgomery last year. Right. Expecting him to be good, expecting that offense to click. I think the offensive line just can't be ignored. We, well, we were talking about it earlier. Speaking of the offensive line, they're the 32th ranked offensive line, according to Warren Sharp this year. Their starting center was has played 10 games at center overall. Lucas Patrick, career right guard, career backup right guard. And then, he comes, injury, and then yeah. he comes and breaks his thumb. He breaks his snapping thumb. So he might be moved to right guard. They might have a backup center. Either way you look at it, the there's left no, tackle. There's no, Remember the left tackle, Tevin Jenkins? They Tevin drafted Jenkins. him last year in the second round. They already want to trade him this year already. And he's he, I don't even know if he's been at camp yet. He's got the back injury. He's been on the sidelines, yeah. Yeah, yep. so uh, either way you look at it, there's no cohesion in that unit. He's so silent over there. He's not okay. saying a word. Oh, no, I'm just letting you, I'm letting you guys do your thing. I'm <laughs> no, for sure, for sure. No, I, just, Listen, I was a little too I, silent. Counterpoint I'll be the first one to say yeah. it, right? Like, I'm not I, – I, David Montgomery's not an elite running back, right? He's not going to get you elite running back numbers. And, it's again, it's the third round. I, I will say the only other player I was thinking about drafting but felt it felt kind of gross to me was James Conner. And it was really just a situation, right? That To me, that was really the only other thing. I was, I'm not ready to, to commit to Travis Etienne yet. I, I, I don't know enough about it yet. He I does look that. good on paper, but I'm not going to roll the dice with the Jacksonville running back. Even though I just I'm going to tell you what I would have done there, back. maybe because I'm oh, looking at your situation. You're right. Like they're running like right before you went Elliot. Went right yeah. before went Elliot. Like that's actually what I would have done in your situation. If I would have gone was there, Elliot. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So Elliot I know you would too. There, that's a normal. That's a normal response, I think. Right. But like this situation, I think when you're in this situation, I feel like some people are forced to take a certain position. Like just like you want to wait for quarterback here. Don't go running back here. If like I know, unless you thought Montgomery was the best one out of those five, and honestly, if you're saying that, you're probably right. Like I don't like um, Etienne as much as everybody else does this year. He's very a lot of people like him. Um, James Conner, he had uh, 16 touchdowns, I believe, last year. Yeah. That's regression. That's going down. Um, Dobbins, he has the multi-ligament injury. We've talked about that so much at SixScore.com. So don't like him either. And after that. Acres. I mean, I do like Acres' situation, but you do have that second year off the Achilles. It's not like it's not set in stone that he's going to be the man and that he was Sean before. Mc, Sean McVay's already said, uh, I approach it like I have two starting running backs. Like, Daryl Henderson is fully he, capable he of starting. He always feeds the ball yes. to the second back. Yes. So, that so, just so, kills wait, so wait, so wait, wait. What are you guys saying? I reached, but you're defending it right now? What are we doing here? No, I'm, I'm no. saying I understand. No, I'm saying that you shouldn't have okay. gone running back at all unless you really, really liked Montgomery. Like, honestly, here, you go, you, is, I don't while Montgomery. they're here, while like while they're here is fine, and then you get like another wide receiver on the end. That's just a, well, another I waited, strategy. I just I think waited. like I hear yeah. what you're saying, right? So like I wanted to get a yeah. running back, and and I wanted to get like I didn't I didn't I wasn't gonna say I wanted to get a tight end, but I saw Kittle and Waller on the board, right? And I was wondering if both would come off. So I I just kind of was a calculated risk, just letting it go. I I picked a running back because I wanted two running backs. I don't think David Montgomery as a running back too is gonna break my team, right? I I he's not he's not gonna win me weeks. But I just feel like he's going to be serviceable enough. And I know the offensive line is, is butt cheeks, right? It's bad. But if you look at Fantasy Pros right now, their, their strength of schedule rankings for running backs, the team at the top is Bears. They, they're the, they have the easiest schedule. If you, like and that. their playoff schedule is based off, again, it's based off last season. We don't know how that's going to change year to year. I'm okay with it. And if it makes anybody feel any better... Later in the rounds, I wound up scooping in round twelve Khalil Herbert, who I actually do I like. I did see and I that. Think no, you the, you handcuffed. Yeah. You, I, do I saw think that. He That's is a more move. explosive than than that David Montgomery. And if Montgomery decides to fizzle out or or goes away for any time, like we saw last year, 
I'll just slide Khalil Herbert in and have him catch some balls, maybe maybe break off some big runs. So I will I'm say not, one thing, though. If you're saying that, though, you are telling me that your third-round pick did bust. So <laughs> no, I, I understand that saying. you're trying to per, you're trying to say that you did. I like your handcuff. No, the handcuff does yeah. definitely help the Montgomery right. move a little bit because you're solidifying one team's running game. But if you're hyping up Herbert, that means you missed on Montgomery. No, okay. So listen, I'm, I, I'm just not. Yeah, I, it's gonna it might take me a couple of years to be convinced that the Matt Nagy stink is off that offense. Mm, yeah, that's true. There, I mean, it is. It is changing. Things are changing. It's changed a whole new there. team, whole new coaching staff. Is Everflus like a offensive he's a defen- genius? He's a defensive yeah. genius. Come on. So then, of, what yeah. offense are they running? So that means <laughs> David Montgomery to the moon. You heard it here first. I'm in. <laughs> See, now the thing about me is like, and you guys have seen it with fantasy baseball, right? So you yeah. you you pound a pick that I make, and I will I will dig my feet. Yeah, that means the, he's planting the, the flag the in that pick. For Granted, sure. this is only a mock draft, so right, this isn't I my real it. team. No, strength to schedule is a huge uh, point that you brought up out of yeah. anything that you did yeah. defend yourself. I that is a key that. part. That is, then that's good. Um, no, that's definitely going to help the situation offensive line. Hopefully, if things improve, maybe they get a, like a. Depth Hopefully, piece, Justin Fields you know? improves, right? So, like, if we just, can just get some better QB improve, play, right? I think he will. I actually, I, they didn't give him any uh, pieces. Yeah. Robinson left. They didn't. I mean, they brought Byron Pringle over. Uh, what's his, what's a uh, uh, Nikhil Harry? Nikhil Harry from the Patriots. Yes, thank you, Jacob. So it's like. That's not helping him. Um, so I just you need to like basically the you need to think he's going to improve solely himself. Like take a jump, like Josh Allen did a couple years ago. Herbert immediately did, you know, stuff like that. Right. Like, and he can't do it. But like his metrics last year, he was terrible in the pocket. Terrible. He was not what he he was. You know, like he was very efficient moving around the pocket at Ohio State, and he wasn't last year at all in the Bears. So yeah. the offense line is definitely not helping him right. with moving around, not getting the right you know reads and everything. But he does need to make a step for everything to come you know do well come right. you know, everything come together for him. and as a Packers fan I don't I don't I don't love the idea of putting my faith in the Bears uh I've seen enough uh, Tom Foolery from the Bears to even like, I don't well I would really take a totally neat team thing out of it I'm a Raiders yeah. fan I got like my I got Herbert yeah, and Herbert, Mike Williams yeah. stack right here yeah. third <laughs> third and fair. four yeah <laughs> I, I don't yeah I don't ever I could hate a team and I'm still gonna if he if Priest Holmes like I didn't like the Chiefs when I was younger I was a huge Raider fan but yeah. Priest Holmes was my number one pick every year. Yep. <laughs> so let's let's Same with James, check the, Char- James Charles right after. Yeah. Let's check the back end of the draft and just figure out like what what are some like late round flyers, the best depth ads, like just stuff at the very end that you thought like you somebody got really good value, whether it be you or or other people. Um, well, you start us off, Justin. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. I'll, yeah, let me talk to myself. I did this. Uh, yeah. So I think it's obviously <laughs> late round wide receivers, right? Like that's to me is yes. where you find the most that's value mine in as general. Well. I agree. It's got to be late round wide receivers. Uh, and Absolutely. I did. I did name specific ones uh, and a couple. Couple from my team getting Jalen Tolbert and Julio Jones in the last. I got Julio Jones in the last round. Who knows what that's going to wind up being in Tampa Bay? But as a last round, last round flyer, if he's half of Julio Jones with Tom Brady, I'll take that in the last round. Like that's that's something that I think I'm interested in. And and Jalen Tolbert. Who told I know, you about Tolbert? Yeah, who, no, some who, guy, man. I yeah. don't know, some expert ranker. <laughs> I don't know. I was on the internet. I think it might have been. But no. Uh, it's it, it, Jalen Tolbert, like you said, like Gallup's going to be. It's going to take some while to come back. I don't know yeah. what his six. He's the number is at two right now. He's the number two, and I, I just go to college because I, I think I do a little more college than both of us, maybe. But like, uh, he was at South Alabama. This kid was leading the entire college football in yards, like yards. Like he was, he's an alpha dog. Like he, if you put it, like I know he, uh, believe he was drafted a little later than I, I think. But uh, Southern Alabama, you know, a lot of I don't know if a lot of people are coming from there, but. He's a dude that can can take a role and go with it. Like he he's led a whole team for four years. So 
Yeah, I like I like that pick. And he was going what? Um, Justin, I think you got him in your fourth dynasty uh, pick. Like, yeah, he's going yeah. very low. Like yeah, he's not rookie drafts, enough, when, especially think. immediately after the draft. Right, that's when we usually do the dynasty right. rookie drafts. Is is pretty Absolutely. quick to after the draft because I feel like if you wait, you get all this all this hype. You see everything. It's kind of it becomes easier. I like the idea of doing the scouting yourself, right, and just kind of figuring it out. For but. sure. No, but I like your Julio Jones. I think you agree because even if you get like like five hundred and three, I think the fact right. that you got five hundred and three from a wide receiver in the third round. I mean the sixteenth round. Excuse me. That's yeah. that's huge. I think you're right. That's a that's a great. Well, I, think, I think the direction the talk is going is he's going to be the red zone target. He looks bigger in camp. He's he's a little like they don't have any great tight ends right now. Maybe they line him up a little bit in the tight end. He's you know? he's an insane route runner that works in the red zone. He's a big body that you line him up against a, a cornerback, and that's Tom Brady. That's bread and butter. He's going to so. offset the Godwin loss, right? A little Absolutely. bit to start the year. So, um, I guess I'll go next uh, yeah, go with my. Which one is this? Um, depth ad. The depth, depth. Ad, yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree with you, Justin. It's definitely a wide receiver. Yeah. Um, I had a lot of wide receivers, so I mean, I was just depth in on like what one, two, three, <laughs> you had, you had four, six five, running, six. Yeah. Six wide receivers. Seven, so. eight. Yeah. So I don't know if this is helping my depth, but my seventh wide receiver I actually really like a lot is uh, Jarvis Landry at the twelve eight spot. Um, we're not too hype on uh, Michael Thomas. I know he's coming out. He's uh, attacking the fantasy doctors and so forth, but. Um, <laughs> Including I, ours. Yes, yeah. But I don't, I'm just not necessarily, I know he might do okay. He's, he's, go, you're going from a huge jump. Like he has the most catches ever in a season in 2019, I believe it was. So I don't think it's fair to expect him to return to that level. No, and I don't think he will. And I think they have more, um, they have more options there now. Like you talked about earlier with Alave. That's like he's a great route runner. He's going to find spaces in on the field. And then the one I like, they just signed Jarvis Landry. Another great route runner finds areas in the slot. Uh, Jameis Winston's gonna love him. He's gonna be helpful, and I think getting a player like like we were just talking about with Justin, you get a player that gets like 500 yards and two to four touchdowns, and maybe like 50 to 60 catches, and you get them in the last three rounds of this draft. I think that I, what I did last uh, five, I got mine at 12. But yeah, you get players like that. I mean, I would expect a little bit more from Landry at 12. But um, getting depth wide receivers like that, and getting that kind of production, and getting like a solid role as a number two receiver, and like a you know, I think Saints are going to have, like, Kamara's probably not going to get suspended. So, Jameis Winston's going to take a little bit to come off that ACL. But, I mean, he's 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 going to lead that team. But it's going to be much better than a Taysom Hill, Ian Book-led team from last year, right? That's so, a sneaky offense that people could be yeah, down on. No, I, and Mark Ingram's he's solid. And I know he, he knows his role. So, he's going to do enough on that back end. Uh, uh, so, I, I think they're good. I think the Saints are good. So, I, I really like my Jarvis Landry pick this late. Uh, going off Warren Sharp. Saints have the ninth easiest strength schedule, so that just fa all factors into that. For sure. Um, I'll go my depth ad. Uh, I'll go, since you guys went wide receiver, everyone wants to talk wide receiver, but uh, I'll go running back. Isaiah Spiller on on the Chargers. He's, I think it, it's definitely a definition of a flyer. Obviously, Eckler runs that offense, but they're liking him in camp. He's a pass catcher. He's, I think he's going to eat some of that role away from him, and it's a high-powered offense. Who knows? Mid-season, he could carve out even more role. Austin Eckler has talked about he doesn't want to be the the three-down back all the time. He doesn't want to run 150 times between the tackles. So maybe they give that to the rookie. Well, Spiller, he had 193 catches at uh, Texas uh, A&M. I believe it. he's he's such a good pass catcher. Um, he's pretty decent at running running you know between the tackles on the outside as well. So. He he's gonna be good. Like I, I like him. Like you said, um, Eckler's already publicly stated he doesn't want as big a role as he had last year. And on top of that, he had 20 touchdowns total. That's regression for me as well. That's too many. Right. That's gonna go. That's gonna go down. Some of those are gonna go to Spiller. It's a it's a high flying offense. So those 20 touchdowns that he had last year are gonna be split. 
And they didn't have a kid at this dynamic before. They had Justin Jackson, Plotter. You know, uh, what's the kid from uh, UCLA? They had Josh, uh, remember, Josh, uh, Josh Kelly. Yeah, Josh, yeah. Josh McKelly, Plotter. You know, now they have a kid that's so dynamic in the open field that they can actually utilize and let Eckler take a, take a breather every now and then. That's easy. And these aren't going to be chunk little, oh, two-yard pass Spiller. Spiller creates after the catch. So he's going to get chunked, like 10-yard catch. So little James White, you can have games where he might not rush a lot, but he gets five catches for 50, 60 yards. That's a flex spot right there. Easy. Right. And in the 10th round, like you said, the running backs in your situation too, I'm looking. Madison, okay, you're, you're, getting, you're covering Hook. Ronald Jones and KC, that's just, I think that's just the scenery. And then Michael Carter, like you got the guy that has the most potential, I think, in the running backs in that area. That's pretty solid. Let's, okay, let's end, uh, let's yeah, end on a positive note. Let's see. Let's see who has who had the best overall pick of the draft. We'll, yeah. we'll throw out some options and then we'll vote on it. Okay, that's fair. Uh, and then I, I are we included, picking our own or what are we doing? Are we I picking our own? I'll throw I out included, some options. I, I got, included I got all options. picks, right? Like even the bots. Even the bots. Even the bots. Just as far <laughs> as value, especially in the first round. I <laughs> the only four. one. The only one I team wrote down four. specifically, yeah, don't, yeah, we don't talk about Team 4. Don't bro. talk about Team 4. Uh, yeah. But no, I, I, I'll i say the one thing that shocked me the most, and, I, and maybe, again, I think we've said it when we were drafting, maybe I'm a little maybe I'm a little too high on him. I don't know. Getting Cooper Cup at pick six in the first round, I, I feel like, I feel like that to, to me, I'm happy. Like that's, I wish I was pick. I wish I was pick six, so he could have fallen fallen to me. I would have been happy to take. I actually, take slight there. to that because we were two of the picks before six, Jacob. Oh, yeah. So he's Clown. basically saying we we didn't take Cooper Cup, and I don't he, think that's. He's saying by you do, taking Dalvin Kick, Cook at five, you yeah. No, he specifically yeah. I did yep. pass the button Cook. Yeah, yep. for you sure. Messed up, bro. That's hundred percent. Excuse me. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think so. to me that to, that was, and it's um, obviously it was the first round, so it's that's it's, how you, you know, feel about him, though, for yeah. sure. No, he's 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 a top guy, and like you said, I think we when we met, you mentioned him, I was talking about because I think he's going to regress this year. But like you said, he regresses to half himself last year. That's still a number one wide wide receiver, right? right. So, hundred percent. Right, Jacob, you said you had something you want to throw out, and we can figure out. Yeah, I I like Taylor getting Mike Williams in the fourth round, completing his stack with Justin Herbert. I like getting Njoku at eleven. Well, 11th round. Joku I like because uh, I was telling you guys earlier, Brissett throws to the tight end accurately in the most at any quarterback the last three or four years. That's huge. And I think Joku just got his big contract. Uh, he's going to have Watson upgrading quarterback in seven games. So, yeah. I guess that contract does say a lot, though, because I was kind of shocked when he got that, right? Like, they, I feel like he was so underutilized and, like, underappreciated. And then they're, like, all of a sudden... They had Austin like, Hooper oh, no, there, wait, too, right? They, you're good, yeah. bro. Like, yeah. here, give you, here's yeah. a stack of money. Like, that just seems... It was weird. It, was, it, it, not, was, it definitely changes the fantasy football needle because you're like, oh, they believe in him. They want yeah. him there long term. So oh, he goes from like a backup of a two tight end set to now a premier tight end man, option. Yeah. yeah. So no, it's a definitely a big jump in how you utilize him for sure. Which you have to keep. I guess you have to monitor a little bit too because like we're thinking that we don't know exactly what they're doing, right. but that's what the opportunity looks like. For I don't him. know. I wonder if there was any reports of him going to like a hand doctor in the off season to soften those hands because it uh, they were pretty yeah, they hard. Are, yeah, you the said day. they're a little I'm stony saying, for sure. Got them stone hands. Stony. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't want to like. I guess I'm gonna say my team. I just I've been reading about him a lot lately. But um, Marquise Brown at five. Um, I know Sutton at six is good. I'm yeah. at five six right after me is good too. Um, arguably might have been a little bit of a reach you guys could have said, but. Marquise Brown has never really first had six a weeks. Who else is there? Right, yeah, there's nobody there, right? Um, and uh, just on top of that, Kyler Murray, one of the most accurate deep ball throws in the entire league. Uh, Marquise Brown, arguably, like Lamar Jackson is becoming a better passer, but he's never been a good deep passer. He, so Marquise Brown has created a lot after the catch. Now he's going to have times where he can literally catch a ball at the apex at the 40, 50, you know, 50 yards down the field. 
So he, and he can create after that. So right, like that you said, pick, he could have opportunities. Yeah, Sorry, when, go on, Justin. No, when I when I saw you make that pick, I was like, damn, dude, Sutton was right there. You squandered it. And then, like you said, like you you had a late night uh, constitution. And you were thinking thinking about uh, what you were doing, right? And it was the Marquise Brown pick. Actually, it's good, right? The more I look at it, I'm like, yeah. this is actually really good. Like, I, I like that it's not, better. It's than definitely the, wrong, the, though. You're right. Sutton is, especially with the Tim Patrick news, Sutton, yeah. oh, that shoots, he should be shooting up a little couple. If you have him ranking at like a 20 wide receiver, right. he should be like at least 16 now. He, he's getting, like, Tim Patrick was becoming actually, like, he's very good. And yeah. he, he's becoming like, um, to a point that he's been stealing targets in a way from Judy and Sutton, you know, because he's like, every quarterback that's been there, good and bad, probably probably mostly bad recently, is uh, they all target him. He gets open. He creates plays. It's unfortunate what happened with the ACL tear in practice, uh, but this just opens up Sutton, and then Judy went after Sutton. I don't know if I'm too high on Judy this year, but I think it's just because he hasn't broke out yet. So, I mean, if you get Judy now and then he breaks out this year, then good for you. As somebody who I'm drafted just, him uh, as a rookie uh, in Dynasty, I I, I want him happy, to be right? good so bad. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and if he doesn't show me something, I'm going to be deeply one. saddened. So, uh, I guess we'll see. We'll see how that goes. It is funny how they went back-to-back -back right over there. I don't know how. They, uh, to me, they're not even in the same category at this point. I think Sutton should have been a, a tier above Judy, but this is back-to-back -back picks. In, well, it's uh, the second, the second year off the ACL right. as well, which is as, huge for Sutton. Right. I was mention that. They're both 95-6 yeah. scores. They both have no lingering health concerns going in. Sutton, second year off ACL, like you said. All right. So he's here's one of the ones like Burrow, we'll too, that... Oh, go on. Sorry, Justin. Yeah, no, no. Go ahead. You want to wrap it up? I'm just going to... I'm just gonna. I, I want to throw yeah. out my... I I I uh, fluffed you guys yeah. up, so I got to mention my own team. Okay. Tyler Enjoy. Boyd in the 11th round to stack with Burrow. Tyler Boyd okay. has fallen down boards everywhere. I'm not, I'm not convinced that T. Higgins is the clear number two in that offense. Why not? It might be Boyd. Why not? He I had mean, over a thousand yards in the last like seven, eight games of the year last year. T. Higgins. I agree with that. Tyler Boyd. I'll do. I'll give. I'll. I'll go against that I'll point, agree. but I'll agree with you on Boyd in general. I think that offense has the ability to support three wide receivers. Yes. Boyd definitely. I think he he didn't do as much as he maybe a slower year last year, but um. Higgins had such a good year. I could argue you give him like a little bit more of those stats and Boyd had a out year. a little bit. Yeah. Jamar Chase and also had an insane year. That might drop a tiny bit to where he might get better with like Justin Jefferson did. So, I mean, either way, no, that's a, it's a player that when you have an elite offense, getting the slot receiver, there's no issue with that. Because what's, what's, his, what's his floor? You know, he's not, doesn't have a, like, a, like you know, or the, the ceiling might not be as high, right? He's not the number one or the number two dude, but he's not dropping too much. He's, you know, he's getting production. I mean, so. T. Higgins went third round. He went third round, seventh pick. So that's a huge gap between those two, and I don't think it's that big. Yeah, sure. I might be a little higher on T. Higgins than most, but I, I yeah, I'm, I'm definitely high on T. Higgins too. But no, I'm just I'm trying I'm to temper. I'm not down on Boyd. I, though. I do think Boyd it. is yeah. good yeah. as well, but it is tough. You, to, you can be both. It's, it's fine. Tough to you can be high on Higgins three, and not down on Boyd. Yeah, it's tough to fathom three fantasy worthy wide receivers on an offense. But the Bengals look they they look like they could do it. Last year it happened. Yeah. Are we um, doing worse picks now? Because I'm excited about that part. Oh, I mean, if you want to let one rip before we get out of here, but yeah, yeah um, we're, we're about I, to hit I, our well minutes quota. I, I have one for each one of you. Yeah, I'm going to go out to Jacob first. Um, <laughs> I do like the Spiller pick, but if you were going to do Spiller there, I wouldn't have done Kareem Hunt at six. Uh, this is a .5 PPR league. I just I don't value the running backs that catch specifically that much, especially that high. Um, Edmonds is Edmonds is fine. He's I, I know it's crowded, but he is the number one there. I don't have an issue with there. But I think Kareem Hunt was just a little bit high for I think you would have had better with Cordell Patterson. I think he runs more than Hunt does. I think he's getting more touchdowns than Hunt does. Right. Um Harris, I don't like this year. I actually like Stevenson more this year, but Harris, his gameplay fits 0.5 PPR. You know what I mean? Touchdowns, yardage, stuff like that. So I didn't really like the Kareem Hunt pick, especially 
when you compounded it with Spiller at the end? Because Spiller is literally Hunt now, in a way. Like, he's going to be in two years. Dynasty-wise, if you got Spiller, you got Hunt. You know what I mean? But uh, from but having both on the same team in a redraft, I didn't have... I didn't have I didn't like that too much. All right, who else do you hate? Was that it? Um, for you? Oh, yeah, this is you, um, Justin, for Devontae yeah. Smith's section. Um, you needed to go Elijah Moore there, personally. I even okay. like Adam Thielen over him, to be honest. Uh, it's Elijah Moore is going to be the number one receiver there. Corey Davis, right. he's very good. He's, he's steady, veteran. But Elijah Moore, as he's deep threat. He can run routes. He can go across the field. Elijah Moore means you trust those tackles, though. That means you trust Mekhi Becton moving from left to right, and you trust George Fant as a left tackle. Not as I mean, you're, Devontae Smith, you're trusting Jalen Hurts to throw the ball. So which one do you want more? It's a, it's a bigger issue. <laughs> yeah, I think right. I, Zach Wilson, I think actually has hurts, a little so bit right. of. I'm I'm gonna definitely okay, do his that. legs work. <laughs> it's just his, his arm. Yeah, no, it hurts. Yeah, yeah. I, I I like that they got AJ Brown for him. It's good. Like I mean, you load up, like even Tua, you load him up with the Tyreek. I'm I'm excited about it. But I don't know if you see the jump that you did when you brought uh, Kyler DeAndre Hopkins. Um, and those players, I and mean, then um, there's one other one I'm missing too. Uh, Stephon Diggs. Um, those players, the quarterbacks were necessarily already jumped the step already, and then they got the the piece wide receiver to make them better. I don't think this is happening for for that situation there. I don't think Hertz has taken enough step to give him AJ Brown yet. I think he still plots around. So. I didn't like yeah. your Devontae no, Smith pick no, at all because I, 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 I think did. Elijah Moore and Thielen are better. I was, and honestly, Ayuk, Ayuk, I know you got him afterwards. Ayuk yeah, yeah. is better than Devontae Smith for me as well. So you kind of compounded your mistake by getting another. You could have got Ayuk in a different position as well there. That's fair. I mean, I went immediately followed Taylor? back up, and that was the benefit of being at the end of the draft. Was well, I, I'm not going to go after my own. Yeah, <laughs> I, I won't really slander my, my own team. You have one for each. Yeah, you said you have one for each. Each includes you. Oh, I had the, I had a third thing here. I wrote, uh, but I, it's not it's not a it's not an error. It's just my team. I just wrote my team down, so oh, I don't have right. any errors for my That's team. Fair. I no thought errors. I had a, I flawless. thought I already did a absolutely I did, flawless. I did Herbert. I said I didn't really like my quarterback right. there. You guys should pick mine though. I didn't yours. No, that's fair. I, did my I, mean, homework. I, I wrote down Traylon Burks, but you, you gave credit? me you gave me a compelling <laughs> argument for Traylon Burks. But I just I, in the seventh round, I don't know how I feel. I feel like we were getting rookie heavy right around that point. Like the sixth, seventh round, things were like, "Oh, there's a rookie wide receiver." I don't know that we're gonna. I don't know. I, I just, like a number one, number one in their offense wide receiver. No, like 100%. I'm not trying to pick like Elijah Moore last year when people were drafting him high. He was still the slot guy in the Jets. Right. I'm taking a guy that's the number one on a team okay. probably. All right. I, I'm not. Why, I'm not. Why'd you go lock it over Russell Gage? Lock it over Russell Gage. Lockett is actually one of those picks I kind of like. If you ever want to go out to my own team, I don't really like Lockett. I think at all the drafts, you know, I do a lot of drafts. I don't think I've drafted Lockett anywhere. That's current quarterback situation. Oh, absolutely. Do we expect that to change? I mean, Geno Smith is going to be the starter as of now. That's just a belief thing. I think, like, the wide receivers that were getting taken around, he's the number one. Why is he yeah. dropping? I I think he like I think lot I think I've seen it in all drafts too. He's lot, impervious lot. to the drop. I mean, it's going to be a drop. It's going to be a drop be as drastic as people. Yes, think. and I think it is drastic right now. I think Locke is a six round wide receiver. I think he should be picked where I picked Juju Smith Schuster. I think that's how good Lockett actually is. If you look at it, it's like a Brandon Cooks thing. He gets a thousand and six every year, and DK also helps out. The quarterback situation is a massive drop, right? Obviously, but I don't think he's dropping. Right, like if if he got like what a thousand two and like six eight touchdowns um, with Wilson, you're telling me he can't get like nine hundred and like five at least, yeah, maybe four. You know, I, I just think like even him like I don't see he, he's a great route runner. He, he I know his connection with Russell Wilson was 
massive. They had such a good connection on the field. Probably off too. They were good friends. But I mean, I agree with you. That's the one pick I could have maybe picked on the off. But I just, I didn't like anything else around there. It might have been like a draft thing, you know, the board draft board That's thing. Fair. All right. So now that we've ended on a down note, I guess uh, we're gonna look forward to uh, our next episode. I think we're gonna push it. Uh, one week we'll push it out. We're gonna we're gonna follow it up after the first week of preseason, right? So we'll wind up getting our expert rankers uh, on our next episode. We'll get our expert rankers, uh, the debut of the expert rankers. Why are you saying rankers, rankers in plural, by the way? Our expert rankers. There it is. We got one expert ranker. It's, I know. It's Taylor. He's, He's a, gonna mention it about 150 times on this podcast. Am I so schizophrenic? Okay. Do I have two different personalities here? Maybe seven. I was saying it, it like depends on the rankings. We'll see. Expert ranker, yeah. right? So our this is our expert rankers rankings. Our expert rankers, expert rankings. That sounds journalistically correct. No, the way that you like, you know, yeah, and yeah, he did it good. All right, we'll catch you guys next time. I agree. Another fantasy football show. Yes. Presented by Sports Injury. Thanks for joining us. See you later. All right, I got to stop this now.